Welcome to One Girl in All the World, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer rewatch podcast where we recap each episode in order and discuss. I'm Ashley, Buffy super fan. Kimmy, Buffy newbie. You can find us on all major podcast apps, YouTube and Instagram with new episodes on Tuesdays. Happy Halloween! Woo! It is the summer in our reality <laughs> timeline. Mm-hmm. But I mean, have you seen all the Halloween things in stores already? I mean, it's coming. So True, true, true. Halloween is, is coming. Those Halloween people are obnoxiously already Halloweening. Yeah. One of our friends is one of them. I'm not one of those people. No, but one of our friends is. Yeah. Uh, good. You do you. <laughs> I love it. I think it's adorable. I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum, but I'm just not one of those like crazed Halloween people. Oh, I love Halloween. But today I will be because in the Buffy verse, it is Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my favorite Halloween episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So go figure the title of season two, episode five, no, six. 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 Season two, episode six is called Halloween. So they didn't get too inventive with it. That's okay. They yeah, got so. inventive with the episode itself because, wow, were there some things that surprised me a bit? Yeah, <laughs> I love this episode. Yeah, that I'm kind of curious to see where it goes now. This is such a quotable episode. Like, it's so hard. Oh, yes, I know. So <laughs> hard. I have like five ones. I was like, oh, like so hard to pick. I think I narrowed it down. I think I and we can it. talk about our, our runner, our runners up, and everything too, because they are, they're all worth mentioning. Okay, so the, the original air date for. Halloween was October 27th, 1997, written by Carl Ellsworth and directed by Bruce Seth Green, who is back again. And the synopsis is, Buffy, Willow, and Xander are recruited, recruited by Principal Snyder to trick-or-treat with the neighborhood kids. But the night doesn't turn out as they had planned when Buffy's costume causes her to lose her slaying ability and the other kids transform into their costume characters. Meanwhile, when Giles begins to pace together the night's events, he learns that his past... He learns that it's his past that is making this a very haunted Halloween. That's what I'm curious about. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, get, we'll get there. I think I kind of like alluded to that there's more to Giles than he was talking about. You did, but I just like they painted such a way that I was very <laughs> stuck on that. And I, I could, like there are some things that I feel like um, maybe I could I could see coming. Uh, but like this is whatever's happening with him. I'm like, what? Complete shock. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that because like you, you're right. They have set him up to be a very certain type of way. Mm-hmm. And you can't like you can see him being a little boy. Yeah, exactly. the way he is right now. Yep. Like you feel like that's him. That's who he's always been. Yes. Um, but when he was talking about how he was upset that he was going to have to become a watcher and everything, I was like, I don't know. Maybe we'll learn more. Like Maybe he isn't. And his chosen professions like I, I it was going to he wanted to be like a fighter pilot. Oh, yeah. Like, and like, like not very Gilesy thing. So I was no, like, hmm, you're there's right. another side of Giles that we haven't been introduced to. Okay. Yet. Okay. Yeah. You could be right. Okay. Yeah. This is okay, our first. I, guess... I could be right, even though I've seen the whole show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you're right. You, you are. Right. I just, <laughs> I didn't, I guess I just didn't like latch on to what you were saying. I was mm-hmm. just like, well, I try to leave little breadcrumbs. I don't want to yes. like totally no. shove a loaf of bread in I, I'm definitely going to ask for some breadcrumbs after this episode. I have I have a few questions, but we can get into them after. Okay. All right. So we can start on the episode. So we get no Slayer opening. Woohoo! Happy Halloween, everybody. We're just going to just get a previously like on. Christmas. Which is fine. Yeah. Like, Merry Christmas and Happy Halloween. It's the Nightmare <laughs> Before Christmas movie right now. Both of the combined uh, holidays. We do get it previously on because we have to be kind of reintroduced to Spike and Drew because they weren't in the last episode. So we're just reminding the viewers that Spike and Drew are in town and they're a problem. Mm-hmm. So we're at Pop's Pumpkin Patch. Say that 
five times fast. And the sign says two days to Halloween. And yeah, it's like a countdown. So people are coming to get their pumpkins and stuff. And Buffy is fighting a vampire. And good use of pumpkins because she throws a few pumpkins at him as using her surround. She's so good at her surround, you know, using her surround. She's very resourceful. She's resourceful, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And she's just, you know, fighting him. There's nothing super special about this fight. But there is a vampire filming her with a camcorder in the shadows. Mm -hmm. Watching her move. And it's very low on battery. You can see from the display. Oh, I didn't see that. You notice so much more than I notice. Okay. <laughs> it's very low on battery. And throughout the fight, we see him several times. And actually, he has to, like, do you see stop when he had to, like, stop and like, he shook it? I did see that, yeah. That's because, like, the battery was so low. Oh, I just thought it was, like, old or something. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like, so I guess him shaking it. it gave it a little bit more juice. Sure. But, yeah, he, he's he's filming her her moves and he's staying um, hidden. Okay. So Buffy's fighting like that vampire still. And she stakes him with... The, the the one that she's fighting, not the one that's filming. Pop pumpkin patch sign? Yeah, like the like the uh, the wood the sign that's like the you know, the sign for the pumpkin patch. And I, I thought that was that's a cool That was uh, cute. Yeah. That's a cool staking, I like that. And then she just kinda walks off and the vampire just melts back into the shadows. Yeah. So see what that's Creepy. about. Go to the credits and then we're at the bronze. Angel is sitting alone and Cordelia comes by saying that you know, she was waiting for Devin and he never showed. I, I'm really like liking Devin because he's actually like not not that it's nice not to treat somebody nice, but if anyone deserves it, it's Cordelia. Mm, he's like, giving her a taste of her own medicine. Exactly. Yeah, like he's he's you know being with like her, like maybe she'd be to other people. So maybe it's mm-hmm. a good little dose of reality for her. Yeah. Um so she kinda got stood up by Devin. Uh the audacity of someone standing up Cordelia. So I'm like, hmm, this my guy might be like cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you might not be just like a one of all these other doofuses that drool over Cordelia. And Angel says he's waiting for Buffy. So Cordelia's like, "Well, my date bailed on me, so now I'm just gonna hang out with you here." Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it, it's it, this is a very uh, weird scene. Buffy comes in and she's very like disheveled mm-hmm. and sees them yeah, she's sitting just together. In a patch. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, she sees them laughing. She sees Angel laughing, which is not something you see. I don't think we've seen that yet, have we, maybe? I don't remember. No, and it's very awkward and weird. It is super awkward, because he's like, like, yeah, it's like they're laughing like a cute couple are laughing. And Cordelia has a joke about the leather in Devin's car, and that her Barbie dream car had better seat, better leather interior, and and he's like... not that funny. Bursting out laughing, like... yeah. That's okay, this funny. is weird. I know what yep. they're trying to get, where they're trying to go with this, but it was just awkward and like did not feel like an angel character at all. No, nope, definitely not. So even if he was like putting up with her and he's like, yeah, 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 and she sees them together, like that would still I think accomplish it. But like him like laughing and it's, it's just so weird. It was weird. It was weird. She turns to leave before even approaching them, but Angel sees her, comes over, uh, picks a bit of straw out of her hair. Because she's late. <laughs> Buffy's like, it's a look, a seasonal look. <laughs> like a seasonal cute, yeah. fall look. Yeah. Pumpkin right. patch, pumpkin patch <laughs> straw. Chic. Pun- pumpkin patch chic. Yeah, exactly. It's natural. And, you know, he's like, okay, we were, we were going to have a date. And she says, you know what? Like, she kind of has second thoughts because she just, re- it's, it's a, seeing him sitting there with Cordelia, even though he's a vampire, uh, she's more mirroring herself to Cordelia situation where like she Cordelia has time for things like that. I can mm-hmm. think about having a, a social life, a love life, yep. like make, she said like personal hygiene and nail polish. Oh, yeah, like yeah. And she said dates are things for normal girls. Yeah. She's, these are luxuries that she can't have. Yeah. 
like dating. So she ends up just leaving. Which is kind of crappy because I feel like I get it. When you're insecure like that, you kind of get stuck in yourself. So you don't really realize what you're doing maybe. But like, I I felt like she could have just stuck it out. Like all this time trying to get him to come around. And he's like, okay. Exactly. And then she's like, never mind. Like these two. And he was happy to see her too. He didn't care that she had straw on her hair or whatever. These two, you just want to like bonk their heads together. I do actually. Yes, I do. Yeah. But Cordelia's happy. Yeah. Yeah, Cordelia comes she over. She walks up with like, here, here's the cappuccino. So they have a coffee date, I guess. Were those coffee cups, like, not h- humongous? Yeah, they were. I don't know how you would have an entire, like, a. it's like a soup mug. Yeah, it was like a soup. Mug. Yeah, exactly. You'd it have was... a cappuccino in that. I was like, God, it was huge. Kind of weird. Yeah. Also, so the bronze serves coffee. This bronze place is really weird. Yeah, I think. I know we talked about before. muffins before, but I just think it's weird. Well, we, well, at the end of this episode, we see the coffee. Yeah. I think that they do mention it at some point. But yeah, the bronze is a multi-faceted like, <laughs> location where lots of things can happen. It can serve many purposes. In the hallway slash lounge, Snyder is forcing students to volunteer to take kids trick-or-treating. <laughs> Did you have to do this when you were in high school? That's so weird. No. I mean, I think it's a good program if people want to do it. Like, I think it's no, a good idea. But you, can't, you shouldn't volunteer them to do it. No. Volunteer. Yeah. No, of course not. Uh, yeah, so maybe parents can't get off work or whatever, maybe guess, whatever okay. the situation is, like these kids okay. need to take in trick-or-treating. Okay. So students are volunteering, air quotes, for sure. Yes. Uh, Snyder, he says, oh, my favorite juvenile delinquent when he sees Buffy. Yeah, then he like he's like, I know you'd be egging houses tonight. Yeah, yeah, he lists all these things. And then he's like, bobbing for apples. Like, is bobbing for apples like... Like bad. It's like the most like benign thing you can do on Halloween is Bobby for apples. It's a misdemeanor. Like, okay. Like the other things I guess, like he's like smashing pumpkins, egging houses, Bobby for apples. Like, okay, that's the like which one doesn't belong is the Bobby for apples. That's so weird. But he basically ropes her and Willow and Xander (laughs) into signing up. I thought that was funny because I saw like I saw him looking at her and I'm like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But then when he makes all three of them do it, I was like, man, okay. Guilty by association. I guess so. He just needs bodies. So they'll do. So they're annoyed about this and that they have to have they have to um, come up with costumes and everything. And Buffy's especially annoyed because apparently we learn here that Halloween is a notoriously slow night for evil. Yeah, they don't. (laughs) Evil. Yeah, Xander, like everyone else would think that it's like, you know. New Year's Eve for evil. <laughs> Very active and a lot going on. And apparently it's not. Mm-hmm. So Buffy was looking forward to a quiet night. And uh, that's not going to happen because now she has to do this thing for Snyder. No, and they just, they find out that costumes are mandatory. So they have to go get costumes too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They have to dress up for these kids. Xander goes to the vending machine and a character named Larry comes up who is kind of like, it looks like a meathead. Oh, Larry. Okay. I definitely heard. Something different. Okay. Yeah, Larry. And he knows that Xander is friends with Buffy and he's kind of asking about her. Like, do you think she'd go out with me? Like, she's not your girlfriend, right? No. Do you think she'd go out with me? Xander's like, no. And Xander sticks up for Buffy because Larry says, oh, I heard she was fast. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. No. And Xander's like, I hope you mean like the wind. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, Xander and him about to get into it. Yeah. And well, Xander, well, this is like Xander's just like Xander starts and then this guy's like, oh, you're hilarious and just like throws his hand off and it's going to go to town on him. Yeah. But, yeah. but Buffy comes up and 
kind of manhandles Larry and gets rid of him. And of course, Xander is humiliated. And I kind of get this, yeah. like Xander, whether beat, being beaten or not, Xander wanted to like fight that battle on his own. Yep. Yep, so I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. You I mean, know? being beat up, like having your girlfriend like do that, that's kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, he, he's, his pride is hurt. And he's like, yeah, I could, I could support a black guy. It would have been fine. Like, I don't think yeah. he had any illusions that he was going to win. No. He, but he, he said he was ready. Now he's going to have a rep as a sissy man instead of being bruised. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Buffy stepped in it with that I one. Thought this, uh, I thought this scene was cute, actually, because, like, when Buffy, whatever, like, gets Larry when she, like, sm- like smacks him away or whatever, mm-hmm. um, she hits the vending machine and the pop finally comes out that Xander's trying to get. And she, like, looks at it and she's like, oh, diet. Like, it's just yeah. so cute. And she's like. <laughs> Like, she, like, pushes him, and then she's just like, oh, like, she's so cute. <laughs> yeah, just another day. Just another day on the yeah. job for Buffy, yep. protecting everybody. Like, this everybody. was just whatever. It's nothing. And she got a little reward. She got a free pop. <laughs> or maybe it was Anders. I don't know. I think Xander was I think it was that. Anders. He was trying <laughs> to get it. <laughs> yeah. So she not only humiliated him, she took his pop, too. That's right. Damn. Willow and Buffy are talking about her date, and she kind of says, like, it was a non-date because mm-hmm. she showed up looking gross in her eyes. She looked great still, of course. But, um, and just saying, like, you know, she doesn't think that she can really do it, do this, date Angel, and that, you know, obviously it affected her seeing him sitting there with Cordelia. Yeah, and I mean, Willow sticks up, and she's like, he's never going to be interested in someone like Cordelia, which I think is very accurate. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, Buffy's just, yeah, she's feeling insecure, I guess. Um, and she feels like she doesn't really know what uh, what Angel wants. He doesn't really talk much. Like, we, we still don't really know much about him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that kind of plays up the insecurity for her, too. Yeah, and, and uh, Willow says, Cordelia's not his type. She's like, I have no idea what his type is like. Mm-hmm. And that introduces the idea of Willow saying, too bad we can't look at the Watcher Diaries. <laughs> I'm sure there's tons of information on Angel in there. But yeah, because there is. Because he's notorious. And and Giles should have known all this. Oh, geez. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes there was a lot of information on angel because he's notorious and giles should have he definitely would have done his homework anyway so yeah they're like that would be wrong because giles keeps him in his private personal files and it would be wrong and then and they cut to them like putting their heads into the into the library this was my favorite scene them trying to steal these watcher diaries that was really cute yeah okay buffy sneaks into the library to and then Willow stays outside and she kind of doesn't see Giles anywhere and she like relaxes and then caught by Giles. Giles is in that little cage, um, saying, "Oh, good, you know, we can spend Halloween night working on ambush tax- tactics since it's going to be quiet." <laughs> and Buffy knows she can't really get anything now that she's been caught, so she gestures, she distracts Giles and gestures for Willow to come in. I think it's so cute. Willow's like, no, 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 no. He's like shaking her head like, I can't do she's it. She's like, I can't do the one stealing I things. I can't do come it. On. I can't do it. So Buffy distracts him and eventually Willow does do it. She comes in and sneaks into his office. But and like, the way Ms. Buffy distracts him. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about, Miss Calendar says you're a babe. <laughs> a hot, a hunk. Melting, hunk of, a hunky yeah. melt of, and then she trails off. Yeah, a uh, hunk of burning something or other. Yes, so that's right. And he's like, a hunk of burning what? <laughs> and then Willow was able to, to grab them and grab it and sneak out. And then Buffy just like, it's like, oh, you know what? This is none of my business. Bye. And takes off. <laughs> and I love when Giles is like, a babe. I can live with that. <laughs> yeah, that was I love when we at least hear about Miss Calendar. We haven't seen her. I know. Yeah. I was kind of thinking maybe we'd see her later in the episode. In but... a couple episodes. But uh, okay. yeah. Okay. So she's still in, you know, she's still around. We're just not seeing mm-hmm. her. Okay. 
So that's good. In the girls' bathroom, Willow and Buffy are looking through the diaries, and they have like there's like a sketch of like a noble woman from 1775. So Willow says that was when Angel was 18, and it was before he was turned. So that year, mm-hmm. Angel would have been a human at 18. And Buffy really feels less than by looking at this like sketch of a noble woman. That this is the kind of the woman he would have been into, which she couldn't be more different from. And kind of is romanticizing that time period. Mm-hmm. And I like Willow's like, I think I still prefer to vote even when I'm old enough to do it. So I, I like that. <laughs> and I love that she's trying to like make Bobby feel better. She's like, no, she's a freak, a circus freak. Look how tiny her, her waist is. Like, ugh. And yeah, I'm like. Mm. Hourglass figure is so gross. So she, she, she tried, but it, it was not yeah. helpful. See how thin, how thin and spelt this woman is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Cornelia comes in and says that she hasn't really seen Angel around during the day. And that she's, you know, basically she's like, oh, I kind of had to keep Angel company after you left. And basically it has escaped Cordelia's notice that Angel's a vampire. So they break the news to her. (laughs) They break the news that she's a vampire. And she doesn't really believe it at first. No. Well, she thinks they're just trying to scare her off. And I love Mm -hmm. it when she's like, um, when it comes to... I can't remember what she says. You might exactly. be the slayer. Well, you might be the slayer, but when it comes to dating, when it when it comes when it, to dating, when yeah, it comes I'm to dating, slayer. I'm the slayer. Yeah. yeah. And that's when it great, comes to danger, you're the slayer. When it comes to dating, I'm the slayer. Something like that. Yeah, it was yeah, cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a great line by Cordelia. When it comes to dating, I'm the slayer. <laughs> so great. At the costume shop, they Willow, Xander, and Buffy are picking out something. And, and here's <laughs> where I got everything wrong. All of the things. Yeah, it's okay. It's, you know, it's just a fun shot in the dark. <laughs> Willow is going to get a ghost costume that says boo on it. Like, basically just a white sheet. Yeah, that was disappointing. Elastic around her. could have done yeah. better. Especially with how creative she was with her Eskimo. Yeah, that was such a cute costume. I was costume. expecting better from her. Yeah, you could do okay. better, yeah. And Buffy wants her to, like, go the sexy route, which Willow is not <laughs> comfortable with. How do you be a sexy ghost? We will find out. Yeah. How do you manage that? Um, I feel like, I don't know. I felt like Buffy was a little bit pressuring her to a degree that I thought was a bit meh, you know? I think she could have, I think she could have pressured Willow to be more creative or more like just, yeah, just more creative. She didn't have to pressure her to be like having a sexy costume. Willow's cost, like the sexy version of her costume wasn't a costume of anything. Yeah. It was just a sexy yeah. outfit. Like it exactly. wasn't even a costume. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, also I one mean, of your lines when Giles says, you're a ghost of what? <laughs> like, what are you supposed to be? Like, a yeah. prostitute? <laughs> <laughs> if, mean girls is, if Mean Girls have taught us anything, that's what girls do. They just wear their slutty outfits on Halloween. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think that's Willow. So I, I didn't no. really appreciate yeah. Buffy pushing her so hard to do this. I agree. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, she... We were not to there at that part yet, but she is encouraging Willow to, like step out of her comfort zone when it comes to her Halloween costume. Xander comes in and he has like a f- fake little gun. It says that he already has f- army fatigues at home mm-hmm. from an army service store. So that's that's his cheap $2. Right. Super creative. Yeah. His costume. So he's going to be a soldier. Mm-hmm. Buffy tries to mend fences with him about embarrassing him. <laughs> and uh, seems to go over fairly well. He's still kind yeah. of hurt by it. And then Buffy's, yeah, Buffy sees this gown off in the distance. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I can't forget her. I don't remember her name, but one of the costume designers on the show said this was her favorite outfit in the whole show. Oh, Which is, I do love it. It's really pretty. So it's this like 
old-fashioned gown, like, 18th century style, and she's looking at it, and the shopkeeper comes out and, like, takes it off and, like, shows her it and says, she says she can't afford it, and he says that he'll make her an offer she can't refuse or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's going to make it work so she she can have the gown. At the factory, Spike is watching the the fight video, the one that was filmed at the Pops Pumpkin Patch. And, yeah, he's, like, studying her, and he's impressed. Yeah. I mean, she does look good. I love how Priscilla comes in. She, and then she's like, do you love my insides like you love my outsides? She's so weird. She's yeah. so weird. And a, a famous line is that, like, do you love my, yeah, whatever she says, my insides as well as my outsides. And he says, yeah. from eyeballs to entrails. <laughs> That was like a famous like Drew and Spike quote. Mm. Uh, so that's that was a like I'm not hugely into Drew and Spike like to, as a couple like they're fun they're fun I guess but um, that's like a very famous like quote for the two of them eyeballs yeah. down trails. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he's he's studying her and he's impressed and he says she's resourceful with the staking and everything, and and yeah he tells Drew he's trying to study her. That way he can kill her because he's went up against her and he wasn't successful, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's trying to study her so that they can just have free reign of Sunnydale and Drew can get healthy again. And so I, we talked a little bit about Drew's powers. I mentioned them a little bit, but right. she says that she will be like weakened or something's going to happen on Halloween. And Spike's like, well, nothing happens on Halloween. Like, everybody knows, like, the demons and the Slayer, and everybody knows, like, Halloween took a night off. And, but he says that Shaman is coming to change it all, mm-hmm. and that it, something's going to happen. So he it's says... like someone new. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she had a vision, and he knows of these visions. He's like, oh, did you have a vision? So this is something, like, that's fairly commonplace with Drusilla. So we'll see. Uh, like she said, like... She doesn't get it very clear, but there's, like, clues to something that mm-hmm. could happen. So that's how it kind of works with Drusilla. In the costume shop, we see the shopkeeper cast a spell with, like, a two-faced bust. Yeah. Yeah, so he, like, does a little ritual. There's some blood, and, uh, yeah, he's, he's up to something. It's <laughs> just creepy looking. Yeah. At Buffy's house, Buffy and Willow are getting ready. Buffy is all got, out like, a black, like, brunette wig on and that dress which looks really cute she has willow come out and willow's wearing her like sexy outfit again it's not an outfit it's not of anything it's just like a crop top and a short skirt (laughs) and that's really the whole costume and willow is clearly uncomfortable with it and buffy's encouraging her so whatever i I think she's like wait till xander sees you in this yeah so she goes down xander's there she goes downstairs let xander in and willow comes down and she has the 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 ghost sheet on over over yeah she chickened out that's that's her comfort zone that's okay yeah (laughs) i know i am totally agree like willow should wear what she wants yeah she's comfortable with um but i like when he's like that's a nice boo you got there willow (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it just says boo on it (laughs) it's weird it'd be cooler without the boo but yeah it's like just like in a plastic thing that you get at like spirit halloween it wasn't it wasn't anything impressive so they arrive at school and they each get their group of kids i love when snyder is like you don't need to talk to them don't even talk to them and she's like okay well he doesn't mean literally and she's like hi he's like ah, ah, ah. she can't even say hi to them <laughs> and uh he he just wants them like minimum interaction with the kids probably because he thinks they're a bad influence uh, Larry comes up and teases Xander, and Larry is dressed as a pirate. So that's an important detail that we'll have to remember for later. Kind of uh, teases him about uh, Buffy sticking up for him. 
Because guys are jerks like that? Yeah. Cordelia comes up and is dressed as a cat. <laughs> Cheetah? She says, I mean, she says okay. cat, uh, but... Okay, okay. I mean, I guess. And she talks to Oz. Oz is uh, in the hallway. We see Oz again, yes. Mm, she's happy to flustered. see Oz back. She's all flustered about Devin. Yeah, because Oz and Devin are in a band together. Dingo's ate my baby. And... <laughs> He stood her up and never called. So she's trying to, like, fish for information, but she doesn't want well, Oz to tell Devin anything about it because, you know, she doesn't want him to think that she's, he's ask, she's asking around about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Oz is just like, oh, God, Cordelia, like, you were such a chore to talk to. And she leaves, and he runs into Willow in her ghost costume, so he doesn't see her. Um, and it is cute. They have this, like, oh, sorry, ooh, sorry, sorry. Like, Well, yeah, especially because right before that, he says, why can't I meet a nice girl like that? Yeah, like, sarcastic. I guess he's being sarcastic, yeah. but then he literally runs into Willow. Uh-huh, yeah. So it's I very that cute. Was cute. They've had yeah. these, like, ships passing in the nights moments so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's really cute. They're tri- trick-or-treating the neighborhood, and they all have their separate groups of kids, so they're not together. And Willow takes a... They're almost done, actually. Buffy says we have, like, time to hit one more house. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, when the real stuff goes down in the episode. Willow is taking the kids up to a house, and the woman runs out of candy. And then there's, like, a breeze, like, floats through, and it seems like that's like, carries the spell through. Mm-hmm. And these the kids that are talking to that lady turn into, like, whatever they were dressed up costumes, as. yeah. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, so they, get, they turn into, like, little monsters or demons or whatever they were supposed to be. And they start attacking this lady, and her, yeah. her acting was so bad. She's like, eh! She has, like, her tongue sticking out. Like, if you were being choked, I don't think you'd stick your tongue out. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that was her big break, and she did do a great job being choked. But anyway, so, yeah, Willow's trying to stop them, and then she starts feeling, like, lightheaded. Yeah. And she collapses. Can't, she can't breathe. Can't breathe, and she collapses. So we don't know what's going on with her. Xander is, in like, obviously, in a different area, and he, like, feels this, like breeze or wind come across him mm-hmm. and then he like turns into a soldier and his gun turns into a real gun yep. and he's very much in the soldier mindset like he's very stern and official and like planned and everything <laughs> and willow shows up and walks through xander so we find out that willow's an, a real ghost now mm-hmm. yep. and he doesn't know who she is willow has all the recollection of everything that's going on yeah i find that interesting mm-hmm. and but he doesn't. He doesn't know who she is. He doesn't know what's going on. He's a so- he only knows he's a soldier. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we have to find Buffy. Buffy wanders up and her hair is like natural. Like it's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, def- it doesn't look like a wig anymore. But she's still in her gown. And her accent is like so bad. But her lines are good. But her accent is like not great. Her lines were my favorites though. She's yeah. So I don't good. even know what that accent's supposed to be. She's let's supposed not, to be like. Let's let's not dwell on it. British. I don't know. Like I thought it was actually somewhere from the south. Well, when she greeted Xander at the door, and she was pretending, that was definitely like south. That was like a southern bell thing. Mm-hmm. But when she actually like loses her memory, I don't know what the heck that is. But okay. yeah, it's supposed to be from the seventeen hundreds or something. They find her, and Willow's like, "What are we gonna do, Buffy?" And she just faints. <laughs> Faints immediately. And then I love how, like, um, Xander starts shooting in the air, and Willow's trying to get him to not do that, and then um, she says something about how she's not Buffy, and Xander's like, who is Buffy? <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. And yeah, she tells him not to be shooting at the 
demons or whatever, because they are children that have turned into their costumes. So yeah. she doesn't want anybody to be killed, you know, until yeah. they can get this reverse. And then you have a bunch of dead kids laying around. That would be bad. That would be bad. Yeah, it'd be bad. So Buffy comes to and she thinks it's 1775. And I like that. Uh, she uh, Willow says well, she couldn't have dressed up as Xena. <laughs> yeah that was funny Xena warrior princess yeah which is a tv show that's the reference if anybody doesn't know it mm-hmm. uh yeah which would have been a good great costume for buffy to yeah, have definitely or some kind of warrior or goddess or something that would have been a good one but <laughs> buffy says it's a demon it's a demon another demon and they turn around <laughs> like don't know what they're gonna see and it's just a car driving down the street <laughs> yeah, that's pretty she's like, it's not a demon it's a car and she's like what does it want <laughs> <laughs> and Xander's like, is this woman insane? She doesn't know what a car is. And poor Willow's just trying to manage these two. Yeah. You know, with no with no memory. <laughs> so they head to, they say, Willow says, I know where we can go. We go to Buffy's house. And Buffy sees a picture of her, air quotes, mm-hmm. on the yeah. on the mantle. And she's still in denial about she's what. She's like, that can't possibly be me. I wouldn't wear anything like that scandalous. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the demons are really attacking the front door and they're kind of barricading it and they're talking about what to do. Like Xander's trying to just shoot into the air to like scare them away yeah. um, without trying to shoot anybody. And he hears screaming outside and we see Cordelia running through the neighborhood. From screaming. It, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird like. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Bigfoot. I don't. She describes him as Jojo the dog face boy. I don't know what that is. That's like from a Barnum and Bailey. Like that's like it was like a sideshow thing, like okay. back in the day. But I don't know what that person was supposed to be. But it was pretty freaky. I'd be running from it too. It was huge and hairy. It looked like a Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot. Uh, the Xander <laughs> goes out there to save her. They run into each other and they come back into the house. And she's normal. Yeah, she also has her memory. Yeah, um, she hasn't turned into a cat. Yes. Uh, yeah. So because Willow is c- prepared to take on another third person who has no idea who they are. <laughs> Um, or think that she's a that she's a cat and important note here is that cordelia says that she'll never get her deposit back from party town uh because right. now she's her costume has been ripped and this was my first inkling that maybe that was the reason why things happened the way they did why people mm-hmm. yeah why she didn't change in anything yeah i thought it was cute how xander gave her his coat too Mm-hmm. She was she her costume got a little beat up mm-hmm. outside, so I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah, Sandra was a gentleman. Yeah, that and, looked like foreshadowing to me. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Willow goes, so she's gonna go get some help, and you guys just like hunker down, stay safe. I'm going to get help. And I love how uh, Cordelia's like, "Who died and made her boss?" And then over her shoulder, Willow walks through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and Buffy's face Buffy's like oh god what did I just see I loved that that was so great um outside Spike is like wandering the streets because I guess he knows something's gonna go down and he sees like chaos ensuing and he's excited he's about it he's loving it yeah best thing ever yeah this is a, this is the best ha- Halloween he's ever had yeah uh back in Buffy's house Xander sees the photo of the three of them and so he says, okay, we must we must have amnesia. She must be right, because he sees them all together <laughs> in that picture. Buffy's response. So yes. great. She says, I don't know what that is, but I'm sure I don't have it. I bathe quite often. <laughs> That's my favorite line. <laughs> That's the one I ended up coming down on. I love okay. that. That is a really good line. I love that line. Um, <laughs> and he talks about how, like, hey, you're going to have to, like, fight these, like, yeah. you're going to you're gonna have to fight eventually when it comes down to it. And she's refusing. Says, I'm just meant to look pretty and hopefully someone nice will marry me. Yeah. Possibly yeah, a baron. Right. 
<laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, so uh, I love it. Buffy's lines in this are the best. Angel arrives mm-hmm. and is like, oh my gosh, you guys, are you okay? And they're like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, but, uh, Total chaos. Buffy and Xander say that. Yeah. In the library, we have another amazing Giles scare. Oh yeah, he hears like a siren. Yeah, well, he he kind of notices that something's going oh, on. Yeah, and then Willow, scared him. Willow yeah. walks through the wall and he like flips all of his note cards up in the air. <laughs> I actually had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. Yeah, this is like a top five Giles scare for sure. Um, and, he, and it was so good too. Like it looked so genuine. Mm-hmm. He's really good at those. Yeah. Like it didn't look like acting. It didn't look like it just looked genuinely terrifying. Yeah. He looked so startled. He pooped his pants. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why they keep scaring him because he's... Anthony Stewart head is so good at it. But at like feeling, looking, feeling, like you're genuinely feeling like you've startled him. You scared him to death. So, uh, yeah, it's a great Giles scare. At Buffy's house, uh, Cordelia explains to Angel that like they have this amnesia. They don't know like who they are. And um, the power goes out. Yeah, which is weird. And I like, this is another, was another contender. <clears throat> Since Xander's in the military, he kind of like takes control and he talks up he says okay um what is he i can't remember what he calls buffy but he's like catwoman you're with me and uh buffy go with angel and you can secure the back or this that guy or whatever and secure the back door and i like when buffy's like but i don't want to go with you i like the man with the musket do you have a musket (laughs) yeah that was really cute too (laughs) i love that line oh my gosh that was another contender so great musket <laughs> I just loved it. I just loved it. They go into the kitchen and the back door is open. Angel says he knows he didn't he didn't leave it open. Mm-hmm. And they are attacked by a vampire. And he's wrestling with the vampire, asking Buffy to get a steak, even though he yeah. should know that she doesn't know what the heck he's talking no. about. And she, but grabs, she does grab a knife. She grabs a knife and yeah. is about to like help him. And then he like looks at her in vamp face and she of course freaks out, screams yep. and yep. runs out the yep. the door. Uh, out of fear. Did you notice anything weird about this scene that didn't add up? No. Uh oh. Nope. The vampire wasn't invited in. <gasps> Ooh, good catch. Like, damn. Who invited him in? And he's, he was at the back door too. Like, you're right. The only thing I can like, maybe we can bend the rules with this is that Can't maybe we? because he's not actually maybe he was dressed up as a vampire oh he's not okay, yeah. like technically a real vampire maybe yeah, it's okay. someone that they actually know as a human and he had been in the house before well good thing they didn't stake him then yeah, right I, yeah right <laughs> like I, no. I don't know they wouldn't even know like angel wouldn't really know who else would be no. in the, like yeah, had been in the true. house probably like, buffy and xander don't know who they are they don't know who willow is so they wouldn't be able to like that oh, was a good catch recognize that person but yeah, so we'll we'll have those little loopholes that we can like still live. Okay. We can still live in the universe without that <laughs> that plot hole there. In the library, Giles and Willow are trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Like what's this costume thing? Yeah. Yeah, and Buffy, not Buffy, Willow can't says she can't turn the pages of the book, so she's kind of limited on what she can do to help. Mm-hmm. And they put two and two together that oh, first of all, got a, another another amazing line. We've already even talked about it when he says. <laughs> When she says she's a ghost. What are you supposed to be? I'm a ghost. Yeah. Ghost of what exactly? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing line too. Loved it. Yeah. These are all ones that I was like wrestling with. Like, which one should I pick? Um, yeah, which was great. And I put ha 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 in my notes. 
they come to the party town realization where they were said about Cordelia and Giles was like, oh, she turned into a actual feline are the words he used. And Willow says, no, she didn't. Uh, the difference is that she said she got her costume from party town. And Giles says, well, where did you, where did you guys get yours? And she says, a new place called Ethan's. Mm -hmm. So there's obviously something up with Ethan's. Yep. Outside, Spike hears Angel and the group, like, running through the street. Like, he, Angel says that Buffy's uh, lost, essentially, and that they have to find her. So Spike is just telling his little minions, who are just kids that turned into demons, that uh, they just have to find Buffy first. Mm -hmm. Because now that she, she's weak and, and super vulnerable. Yep. In the alleyway, Buffy is lost. We see her stumbling around in an alleyway. And she comes into contact with a, I thought Larry was a vampire pirate, which did not make sense. But no, so, yes, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm wrong creepy. and not just be like a complete plot hole that I'm like, no. what? Creepy, creepy pirate. Yeah. So he's just a gross pirate. OK. All right. That makes more sense. I'm glad that that's what it is. At yeah. Ethan's, Giles and Willow arrive. Mm -hmm. And they find like a whole setup in back. And they said it's Jan Janus. Is that how they I, say? I thought it was, I thought he said Yanos. Yanos, yeah, I knew it, yeah, okay. Yanos. Okay. A Roman mythical god um, kind of stands for, or is about division of self. Mm -hmm. So it's like two sides of your personality or two, or a, a mirror self. Mm -hmm. And Ethan comes out of the back and says, hello, Ripper, to Giles. Yeah, this was interesting. Yeah. This is where I was like, wait, what? So they know each other and he's calling Giles Ripper? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of weird. What? Because Ripper makes me think of a killer. Like, like Jack the Ripper? Yes, Jack the yeah. Ripper. That's so right. we're like, yes. what the heck? Yeah, what the heck indeed. What the heck? The group arrives in the alleyway just in time to save Buffy and Xander. Yeah, from the pirate because he's getting like rapey with her. Gross. Yeah. And <laughs> Xander beats the crap out of him. And I like yep. how he's like, that beating up him felt, felt weirdly satisfying. He doesn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a bully and he just beat mm -hmm. up his bully so he's uh he's feeling satisfied he doesn't know why so we know Xander's in there somewhere and Buffy's uh, scared of Angel yeah she's scared <laughs> of Angel and Cordelia uh, yeah poor Cordelia and Willow have to just like constantly uh, well, explain Cordelia is like he's a good vampire he would never hurt you yeah the way she says it he would never hurt you <laughs> and they see Spike coming down the alleyway at the other end with a, a group and they all have to run to get inside of empty warehouse. We're at Ethan, Ethan's, and we learn that Ethan's, Ethan Rain is his name. They know each other. And Giles tells Willow to leave, um, to like leave the costume shop. And you notice that she, she brushes up against the curtain and it moves. Mm, okay, whatever. Oh, and then if you listen, the, she, he tells her to leave. And like two seconds after she like leaves frame, you hear like the door like chime. Like and close. Which, oh, so she didn't have to do she, that. Okay, that doesn't. She can't. She can't turn a page. She oh, can't right, open yeah, a door. Yeah, right. So that was Good just a catch. goof. That Good was just a catch, goof. Ash. <laughs> just a goof. You know, there's no explanation for that. They just messed up. They just not put in the sound effect. So I like how Ethan says that. Like, how tonight is about. It's the very embodiment. Embodiment. Of be careful what you wish for. Mm -hmm. That was funny because people sometimes dress up as, you know, maybe what they kind of want to be or like a fantasy or. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah. And Giles, in response to that, Giles says, you know, that's sick. Like you're hurting the innocent. And mm -hmm. this is where it gets really interesting in the scene because uh, Ethan says, oh, when when have you cared about like the innocent? 
Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, you as far as I know, always Ethan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Ethan starts saying, you know, do you think they're gonna fall for this like tweed buttoned up image you have? Like, and he's like, that is like is who I am. And he's like, it's not who you are. It's not who you are. I know who you are. I know what you're capable of. Uh, and they don't know. Yeah. So you're and then like, he, he, yeah. And he tells Ethan to leave and Ethan's like, what do I get to leave? And Giles, and he says, you're scaring me. And Giles starts beating him up. Yeah. Cause Who he won't, this person, he won't, um, end the spell. He won't tell him how to end the spell. Yeah. And he says, you get, you get to leave. What, what, what do I get for? And he basically says, yeah. you get to leave alive. What is that? So Giles is basically saying, I'll kill you if you don't do it. Which is crazy because Giles. Giles can barely handle Buffy barely kicking his butt. Yeah. So mm, I know. It's interesting. Very intriguing. That, yeah. What's that all about? Don't know. At the warehouse, Spike sticks his little minions on getting in because they have barricaded, barricaded the door. Mm-hmm. And eventually he does get in. He just kind of saunters in after they do that. And everybody else is kind of preoccupied with fighting. And Buffy's kind of on her own, left vulnerable. And Spike starts coming up to her and is going to kill her. Like, he gets his, yep. she gets his chance, he gets his shot. And he's kind of just closing in on her. Giles at Ethan. Giles is still beating the crap out of Ethan. Yeah. And eventually Ethan says, you have to break the bust. Like, you have to break the statue yeah. to, to, to stop it. And Which, and for me, this was an interesting pivotal moment. Because, like, if Ethan was willing to give that up relatively quickly, he must have really thought Giles was going to kill him. True. Damn. That's a good point. Yeah. Because if he didn't think he didn't have him in him, he just would have been like, okay, I'll just take a beating for a little bit. And, exactly. And, you know, whatever. I'll recover. That but, was wild. Yeah. Because he, he's like, he knows what he's capable of. So yep. I think there's like... There's something not, there not, we don't know about. He's not, I don't know if he's scared of him, but he doesn't underestimate Giles. Yeah. Yeah. That's Which anybody else would be like, oh, well, Giles wouldn't... Could, doesn't have it in him. Can you hurt a fly? Yeah, exactly. So... Ethan has a different experience, so yeah, you're right. He does give it up relatively easily. Um, yeah, so hmm. just makes me question everything I know about Giles. Everything I know. Period. He's scared by Willow in the library. Like, I know. Was he scared? How is this the same guy? Right? Like, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, he breaks the statue and the spell's over just in time because in the I put hallway in the alleyway, uh, Buffy. Spike is just about to bite Buffy, and then he comes. Uh, when the spell breaks, he comes up and he has his like he had his hand in her hair, and it's just the, the wig is just there. Mm-hmm. And Buffy jumps up and she's like fully recovered, and she's she knows who she is and everything. And uh, her and Spike are fighting. Well, and she says, "Hi, honey, I'm home." Hi, honey, my I'm favorite home. line. That's my favorite. Oh my god, line. really? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so cute. And um, then she also says, "Like it's good to be me." So it was like mm-hmm. I, I like think that too. She put all that kind of. It's a good address later on too, but I think at that moment she's like, it's all she put that all to rest about being that other type of girl that Angel mm-hmm. might have been interested in. Yeah, because and this like, is her, and she realizes this is comfortable to her, and this is just yeah, this is who she is. Yeah, and how like helpless she was before. Yeah, like, she couldn't take care of herself. She wasn't expected to take care of herself. Like, like all not the trying to, I'm not trying to be mean, but kind of, kind of like Cordelia. <laughs> yeah. You know, Cordelia can't really take care of herself, it seems sometimes. Yeah. And just like socially, like what she was like, she said, like, I just meant to look pretty and have somebody marry me. Yeah. Like all this stuff. So I think like this experience really made Buffy like take it. I mean, well, forced her to 
Except that, like, yeah, she doesn't need to be anything yeah. like that. And appreciate herself. Angel or otherwise, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yep. So, yeah, she feels like she wakes up from this spell and immediately is in that acceptance space <laughs> and is excited to kick Spike's butt. Yep. And it's a pretty quick fight. Spike just gives up kind of easily yeah, and does. just, like, runs off because he also sees that, like, his, like, demons are now just children, like, crying, like, for their mothers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, he's just, like, by himself. So he quickly, like, makes himself scarce and, like, takes off yeah. into the That was kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Xander and Xander says that he was there, but it was like he was trapped. He couldn't get out. Mm-hmm. So he remembers everything. So, like, Buffy's yeah. the same um, yeah. because it really wouldn't be a useful experience if they didn't remember anything for, yeah, for Buffy, true. especially. Yeah. So they were saying, like, it was like they were trapped, but they were aware of things. And <laughs> Cordelia says, yeah, I know what you mean. This costume is so skin tight. Like, I was trapped, but I couldn't get out. Such a weirdo. Yeah. And, yeah, and Angel comes over, and him and Buffy are, like, in their own world. And you can kind of see, like, obviously Xander has a thing for Buffy. Cordelia has a thing for Angel. And they're both, like, mutually, like, bummed. It's not going to happen for either yeah. of us. And Xander even to give says, up. like, nothing's going to come between them. Yeah, so they both are just like, okay, I guess this is this is hopefully the final straw for both of them they just leave it alone at this point move on yeah and xander says we had to get the kids back to their parents well cordelia says that but he says yeah but where's willow because willow is just gone she's yeah. not there and then we see willow she yeah she, up by her little ghost costume yeah where her body was left she wakes up in her body and takes off the the ghost thing and then kind of gets self-conscious and kind of like covers her body and then, because she was walking around as a ghost this whole time in that costume, she feels, like, more confident. So she, like, yeah. leaves the ghost thing and just, like, confidently walks home. I like that she felt more confident. I feel like she was pushed a little bit, peer pressured into it too, a little yeah, too hard I by Buffy. Too. I, I I wish it wouldn't have gone down that way, but I, I at least say, I like that she came out of the episode a little more confident. Herself. Yeah. The yeah. end was good. I just wish the means was a little bit yes, gentler better. and more in her control yeah, a little bit definitely yeah i agree or not her control but like I, you know what i mean you know what i'm saying yeah uh but she, yeah she so she walks home but not before she walks in front of a van at a stop sign and yeah, walks in front of oz uh-huh. as he's in a stop sign and who is that girl who is that girl so we have another hey, run when are we gonna get more oz and bella like i'm tired of these little happenstances <laughs> come on I'm tired of the breadcrumbs. I'm ready for some bread. I'm ready for some bread. Give me some carbs now. some Nutella on it. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to wait and see. Mm -hmm. But I'm liking it. I like what's happening. I do. I do too. Finally, some guy is giving Willow the due that she deserves. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy too. And he doesn't even know her. No. But like even just like he's enamored by her already, which is Mm -hmm. cute. And also this, Oz is the least toxic guy in this whole show. He does seem like, like I mean, the little I know of him, it seems like it's so far. I like that he doesn't like Cordy. That's great. That's yeah. huge bonus points for me there. I like that he thought she was cool in her Eskimo costume. And then I feel like even now when she walked in front of his car, I don't think he was attracted to her outfit. I think he was attracted to her confidence, the way she was walking. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, there was nothing sexy about that yeah. um, cultural exchange costume. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's just her as a per Like, he's just there's something about her. Yep. Um, so, and also probably seeing her in so diff- such different, like, extreme things. Yeah. Like, he's like, what's going on here? Like, what's this interesting. girl about? Yeah. So, yeah. So, we'll see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. In yeah. Buffy's bedroom, Buffy comes in after changing and uh, Angel. Angel's there. 
So she's kind of in her comfy clothes. And he, she, she, you know, she opens up to him that she thought, like, that's the kind of girl he would like. Yeah. And she, she felt insecure about it. And he says that he likes her better, that he didn't like the noble women. He didn't like their, he didn't like that they were simpering morons. He wanted mm-hmm. to meet someone exciting and interesting. I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that scene. Yeah, so... Yeah, so they kiss, and, like, she feels reassured. She's what he wants. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because, like, that's the time he's living in now. That, like, he, yeah. those girls weren't really for him in his time. Yep. Uh, and, no, so in Ethan's, Giles comes back to the store, and the store has been cleared out. It's empty. It's, like, mm-hmm. abandoned now. But there's a note. There's a little note. Yeah. Uh, Ethan left a little note for him saying, be seeing you. So Interesting. So won't be the last we see of Ethan, apparently. No. Mm-mm. And that's the end of the episode. My favorite quote, which I said, is when Xander says, we must have some kind of amnesia. And Buffy says, I don't know what that is, but I'm certain I don't have it. I bathe, bathe quite often. <laughs> that was a very good line. And then um, I chose, scene? my scene was Buffy and Willow stealing the, watcher di- the Watcher's Diaries. That was cute. I love the Miss yeah. Calendar mention, you know, honorable mention for Miss Calendar, one of our favorite characters mm-hmm. who we haven't seen often enough, in my opinion. And... Yeah, the runner-up for that was the kind of the reveal with, I would say, um, God, I'm going back and forth now. The like, the whole, like, Ripper thing, like, what is that about? Like, with yeah, with I'm Giles and, and Ethan, like, that, whatever that was, like, starting to reveal. Like, so that was another close one, because you're like, what the heck? What is that mm-hmm. about? Yeah. So those were, sweet. but I'll, I'll say Buffy and Willow stealing the Watcher Diaries. Okay. Um, my favorite line is when, um, Buffy jumps up to fight Spike when she heard this spell was broken and she's mm-hmm. like, hi honey, I'm home. I thought mm-hmm. that was cute, but that I have cute. to give an honorable mention to, um, when Buffy faints, Xander shoots in the air and Willow says she's not Buffy and Xander's like, who's Buffy? And Willow's like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> I thought that was really cute. I also like when Xander, there's so many good lines that we didn't even mention, but he's like, so she doesn't know what a car is and you're a ghost. I'm taking a lot on faith here or something like that. I want you to know yeah, I'm taking a lot on really faith here. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah. It was just unbelievable like <laughs> lines. Like there's so many quotes from this episode. Yeah. It's like so hard to pick. Uh, um, so I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I think I my favorite scene was just at the end when Angel and Buffy kind of had their moment. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Who do, do, Have you given any thought to, and if you haven't, we can talk about it another time if you actually want to think about it. Who, what kind of human angel was? Because we are talking about his past and like when he was alive and stuff in this episode. So I just wondered if you had thought about that at all. Hmm. Um, I guess, I guess I'm just getting a little bit of tidbits. Like if he was from 1775 and he thought though, like most of those typical girls were simpering morons. Um, I don't know. He was only 18 when he was turned, right? Um, no, he was older. Oh, he's older. He was. Oh, yeah. He was eighteen in seventy seventy five, and he hadn't been turned yet. That's yeah, what they said. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I guess I haven't. Maybe I will give it some more thought. Yeah, I just hear. I'd be curious, like what you what you think. Like even any of the other any other vampires too. Like like um, Drusilla, Spike. Like okay. they. Um, I'd be interesting. Like if you give it some thought. Hmm. Yeah. Like okay. what? I'm just curious what you would think they were like as humans. Yeah. Because. Your experience of becoming a vampire and living so long and, like, obviously losing your soul and all the stuff, like, some people don't always seem like what they were. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Because, I mean, they've gone through so much. 
Yeah. They've changed. So I'd just be interested to see what you what your thoughts like I, were. I don't know if Spike was an evil person before he was changed. Yeah, I don't think any... Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think... Like, he was probably just a normal any. person. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, I, I was just curious. So you give it some thought and we can talk about it next okay. week or yeah, something. That's, okay. Just yeah. kind of th- maybe if you have theories about what they were... Like those three, for instance, that what they were right. like. Yeah. And I think in the next episode, we do find out about Drew, some of Drew's backstory. Okay. I think right. that's happens that's in the then. next episode. So you won't have to wait long with the Drew stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, right. So my steak rating was five out of five. Of course. I love was. this episode. I watch it often, especially in the spooky season. Uh, yeah, it's definitely my favorite Halloween um, episode on the show. I like the Oz made appearance. Of course, Spike's in it. So I'm going to like like it more for that. Um all the lines, great, great quotable episode, mm-hmm. like insanely quotable episode. I liked the new characters air quotes. So we got like the different Buffy and the different Xander. I enjoyed their, their, their new characters, you know, mm-hmm. um, their different versions of themselves. I liked that. I liked that Giles was the hero. Oh, yes, you're right. He was the hero. Ooh, was it for him figuring it out and doing everything Buffy would have been bit? The Ripper? By, by but yeah, Ripper saved the day. So uh, yeah, I like that Giles had his moment. It's not the first time, but um, yeah, he had another moment where he came in and saved the day. So I liked that. I like the pumpkin fight scene. I thought that I just something about it. I don't know. I really like it. I liked it too. I, I like the setting. The setting's fun and it was inventive and like I like how she staked him with the sign. Mm-hmm. And it's just a cool. It was a cool location. I thought it was a good location for a fight. A fight scene. So I always like that. Um, I was like watching that scene. Okay. Um, I gave it a 4.7. <laughs> okay. Um, I actually, I really did like it. Um, I liked it for a lot of the reasons that you said. One of the things I liked best about it was the costumes. Cause I thought they were picked. Um, I feel like they were picked kind of carefully. So I feel like Willow, she's a ghost. Cause she sometimes feels invisible. She's kind Ooh. of a wallflower. She's quiet. Um, yeah, so I thought that was kind of a good pick for her. And then Xander, I mean, he wants to be a macho guy. I mean, that was even illustrated at the beginning of the episode when that guy was trying to pick on him and he wanted to fight even though he knew he couldn't and he was yeah. just going to do it anyway. And then Buffy kind of took over. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, and then, yeah, I guess with Buffy too, like with her being that period girl, um, that was just kind of what she was feeling like. I wouldn't say that was typically how she feels, but that's, I guess, in this episode at least. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought the... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I cut you off. But I was just going to say, Buffy's is the most heavy-handed with it. But, like, you're 100% right calling it on Xander and, and Willow. Like, Buffy's yeah. is, like, easy to see. Uh, but, yeah, like, Willow's and Xander's is definitely, yeah, spot yeah. on. I yeah. like that. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, and then just the more information we got on Giles, I'm really curious to know more about that. That was a what? shock to me. So I was just like, okay, let's see more of that, please. Yeah, what um, so, yeah. is that about? What is that about? <laughs> and then, yes, obviously, I got another Oz teaser, and I want to see more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we even do not get, get not get have not gotten enough Oz. He just like boop boop jumps in and out, and uh, yeah, we need more of him for sure. So you said you had questions. Was it about this episode? Yeah, we already talked about them. It was about Giles. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like I'm dying to know what that's all about. <laughs> I can't like. Yeah, because like after since I've been rewatching with you, yes. I I feel your I I can understand your shock. Yeah, or like you're like what? Yes, exactly that. What? This is not at all what I thought no. I knew. 
Like sometimes I feel like they throw these little things in and they think they're going to surprise me. And I'm kind of like, eh. but this one, I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We thought we knew him so well, but I, I really did. Yeah. So interesting. Yes. We don't really know him that well. No, we'll have to see. we do not we'll have to see. Yep. All right. So your question for the next episode, which is called lie to me. Okay. Jenny and Giles go on a date. That is not something Giles enjoys. Where do they go? Oh, we've already done sports. What else could we do? Oh, the other, the, the kind of the hint is Giles is not into it. Yeah, no, that's what I think of. Like sports is something he wouldn't be into. What else is a date that he would go to that he wouldn't be into? Because like a lot of dates are like movies or like I don't know theater or something related to that it's not super typical it's not super typical i'll say that typical date and i don't know if like jenny is like trying to like mess with him because i don't think there's any way you would think giles would like this (laughs) if you met him for like five seconds he'd be like i don't think this is for you but weird she likes to tease him though you know she likes to tease him uh something to do with a boat okay i'll give you another i'll give you another hint okay they they're spectators of something Oh, it's shoot. not something they're so actively doing. Sport. Okay, like wrestling, a wrestling match. Yep. <laughs> doing wrestling it. match. Yeah, wrestling that's good. Wrestling match. Okay. All right. So lie to me. You're going to like, you're going to like the next episode, I think, because there is a connection to the movie. Oh, sweet. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think it will be up your alley. Okay, cool. But we'll have to wait and see. So that wraps up season two, episode six, Halloween. Again, you can find us on all major podcast apps and YouTube and Instagram at One Girl in All the World Pod. So please leave us a five star review on wherever you listen. And you can also email, email us at onegirlpod at gmail.com. So thanks for joining us, and we'll be back next week for season two, episode seven, Lie to Me. So you're going soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>